You're listening to The Spiritual Awakening Show. I'm Brent Spirit, and today I'll be responding to some questions from listeners and readers like yourself. We'll be talking about killing the Buddha, avoiding egoic reactions when caught up in family drama, healing past life trauma, and what awareness feels like. If you have a question for me, please don't hesitate to reach out and ask. I will respond. It's what I love to do. I appreciate it a lot as it prompts me to channel a response for you, which most likely ends up as content on my blog or podcast for many others to benefit from as well. So don't hold back. Get in touch. You can visit brentspirit.com to find out more about me. You can find more of my free content as well. I've got some videos, some blog posts, some free ebooks, audiobooks, guided meditations, and more. As well, if you'd like to meet with me one-on-one, you can find out about my private sessions on my site as well, brentspirit.com. Now, let's get into these questions. Enjoy. So our first question today is, I'm at this point that all spiritual teachings don't resonate with me. I accept none of them. Not even yours, Brent. Would you say that this is part of the journey? Absolutely. This part of the journey is absolutely essential. You're a killer. There is a saying, if you meet the Buddha on the road, kill him. And that's exactly what you're doing. The Buddha, no matter how wise, no matter how loving, and no matter how much they want to guide you, cannot take you all the way. There comes a point along the path where the Buddha, or any other teacher, is no longer a help, but rather, they're only in your way. I think of it this way sometimes. A parent wants their child to live a better life than they did, to be more successful, to be more wise, to be more intelligent. For this to happen, there has to come a point where the child goes beyond the parent. Both parent and child have to recognize that they are from a different generation and what resonates with one of them doesn't always resonate with the other. The child has to grow up and live life as an individual if they want to live in a more evolved way than their parent. This isn't always an easy step to take for both parent and child, but it is essential for growth. The hierarchy that involves parent and child needs to be broken. There should just be human beings on the same level neither superior nor inferior. The same applies to all students and teachers. If you want to graduate high school, you have to say thank you to your high school teacher and then get out of your high school and continue on in the world alone as an individual. The thing about the spiritual path is that it is the loneliest pursuit in all of existence. The teachings do not contain the truth. The teachers cannot take a single step for you. Once you recognize this, you thank them and you kill them. When they are dead, you will find yourself alone. You see that the teachers and the teachings were just pointers, just signposts. Now you have to look for yourself. How can you stand side to side with the Buddhas if you still look up to them? How do I avoid getting ego involved when in difficult situations with others, especially family? Sometimes, feelings of frustration arise around them and I want to lash out, and then I feel bad about it. It's a destructive cycle. 
Understand the importance of taking space to be alone so that you can bring your full awareness to whatever negativity that has been triggered by others. When another triggers some sort of negativity within you, as soon as you become aware of what has arisen, recognize that expressing that negativity outwards will not serve you or the other in any way. As soon as you recognize this, take space and be alone with whatever thoughts and feelings you have. In your solitude, honor every thought, feeling, and emotion. Give it space to express itself within you. Treat it like a guest in your house. There is never any need to express it outwards at another, though. This is how you heal pain, fear, and trauma with your spiritual practice. There's no need to feel bad about the times when you have acted out unconsciously. You have always acted with as much wisdom as you have had available to you at the time. Despite having a high degree of spiritual awareness, we can and are likely to still have moments where we act out unconsciously, oftentimes saying or doing things that hurt others. Many spiritual people feel that when these moments occur, they have committed the greatest sin of all time, and then they beat themselves up with guilt. The truth is that it's okay. You can forgive yourself for all that you've done in the past and all that you may do in the future. Just because you're on this path doesn't mean you're supposed to always act like some sort of an angel. Be gentle with yourself. Your spiritual practice is a practice. That means you're supposed to make mistakes, recognize them, and then adjust your practice accordingly. So be easy on yourself, and you'll be able to move forward much more gracefully. How can one heal past life trauma and pain? I've been getting flashes of past life events, usually very dark stuff like dying in a horrible and traumatic way. What can I do? It's really no different than dealing with current life trauma and pain. You allow whatever may arise to come and go and welcome it all with unconditional love and acceptance. Don't bottle it up or try to escape it. Let it express itself and be dissolved in your solitude. This is how we heal from any past difficulty. In past lives, you may have not dealt with certain experiences properly because you just weren't ready. So you've brought that trauma with you into this life so you can let it go. Though these pains and trauma may be from a past life, they may still influence your current life in some way or another. So when you allow them the space to express themselves and to be healed and released back into the light of source, you will feel the benefits within this life. What does awareness feel like? Is it distinguishable from the mind not thinking of anything in this moment? There are many ways that we can experience the feeling of awareness. On one hand, some may say that awareness has no feeling whatsoever, rather that it is the space in which all feelings are experienced. On the other hand, some may say that it has a feeling of infinite spaciousness. As the nervous system evolves and becomes accustomed to high degrees of consciousness or energy or awareness flowing through it, I have found there to be a very tangible, potentially intense feeling of ecstatic bliss that is more of a biological function than an emotional one. The feeling of awareness can have many facets to it. One can feel awareness as blissful spaciousness even while the mind is thinking many thoughts. 
The presence of awareness is here now whether there are thoughts or not. It is the space out of which all phenomena of the world comes and goes. Thanks for listening today. Like I said, if you have a question for me, you can send it my way to info at brentspirit.com and I will respond. You can also visit my website for more free stuff like my ebooks on staying grounded and manifesting abundance. I've got some videos, some blog posts, some guided meditations, and more. It's all there. It's all free. It's all for you. Brentspirit.com. Until next time, peace.